0: Welcome to the Encouragement Café with Luann and Friends, where the conversation is always hot and fresh. Comfort food for your soul is always on the menu, and friends are close enough to hug. Pull up a chair. We've been waiting just for you. Welcome to Encouragement Café with Luann and Friends. I'm Luann Prater. And I'm Tracy Eister. And we love sharing life with you. Have we told you that lately? It is such a treat to come to the Encouragement Cafe table because we know that not only are you going to visit with us here, but you jump online on EncouragementCafe.com, you get on our Facebook page, and you really do interact with us. And so, girls, we understand that we're doing life together, and that's important. And it's really important, Tracy, to learn how to cultivate friendships. Because sometimes in this modern world, we sometimes breeze by people and we don't take the time to stop and just
1: get to know one another. For sure. That is such a true statement. And it's interesting if, I won't even say if, when we're in one of those seasons where we're feeling maybe lonely or disconnected and like, you know, we're not having meaningful friendships with others or meaningful times with other people, you know, we can kind of get down into a little pit and have a little bit of a pity party. Mm -hmm. And, And really, what we need to do is see that instead of, wow, why is no one calling me? Why do I not have something to go do? Mm-hmm. Instead of getting in our pit, you know, maybe what that means, Lou Ann, could that possibly mean I need to pick up the phone and call someone I haven't spoken to in a while or that How radical. Um, yeah, How about that? <laughs> yeah. or or the single mom down the street that I know is just, you know, swimming in responsibilities and needs a friend. Why do I, okay, I'm talking about myself here, Maybe. You have this figured out, Luann, but for me, you know, why don't I realize that sometimes when you're in your pit, it's God reminding you, it's up to you to get yourself out of there and reach out because if you want a friend, you have to be a friend. A ding, 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 ding. (laughs) That is so true.
0: You know, it's like when somebody goes to church and they say, nobody talked to me. Mm. Nobody made me feel welcome. Well, you know what? The phone lines And conversations Work both ways Right And I'll tell you When we moved to A a state where we knew No one I didn't know A soul And we moved To North Carolina I did not sit around And say I'm going to wait For people to Knock on my door And introduce themselves And I do this Every time I move To a new area Because we move We have moved a lot And so I get my house all cleaned up once we get moved in and I fix some nice little finger foods and and then I invite everybody in the neighborhood Uh, all the gals I go around and I personally knock on the doors of the ladies around me and I say hey I'm gonna have a little get-together at my house I'd love to meet you I'm the new girl on the block and all of a sudden these women then don't feel put off by uh this new person and they don't feel like they have to do it and tracy i can't tell you sometimes i'll have 20 to 40 women show up at my house and i didn't it didn't take me a year to get to know them i all of a sudden know everybody in my neighborhood and now sometimes that's the very first time
1: they've met one another and so
0: it it takes a little effort but it's so worth
1: it i love that luann and that's something that we all need to take heed, whether you're the new girl on the block or whether you've lived there a long time. Everybody is waiting for someone to reach out and to be that first hand and to be that, you know, connector of people. And what better way to be a blessing to other people and to do what God has called us to do than be a connector of people, to be Mm. the one that makes that phone call and invites people over. And I do want to just throw something out because when you started, you mentioned that you got your house all clean. And I just want to say (laughs) to all of us that we don't have to have a clean house to invite people over. I have a dear friend. Her name is Jennifer. And Jennifer has what she refers to as the messy house ministry. and she invites people over even when her house is a wreck because what she did that accidentally once uh, some people came over and her house was a wreck and they were so liberated by that that she just Mm -hmm. thought you know what I'm just going to roll with that from now on she calls it the messy (laughs) house ministry and she invites women over mess and all and she said she has made some of her dearest closest friends because she was real so I think you should invite a bunch of women over and you can either be Luann and you can get your house pretty or you can be Jennifer and Tracy because Tracy has a tendency to have piles in her house and you can still invite people over. What do you think of that, Luann?
0: I love that. As a matter of fact, we are hosting um, a home accountability group at our church right now and uh, we get together every Sunday night at homes. So we had 20-some people at our house Sunday night, and I looked at my TV, which we have a DVD that we're supposed to play, and I looked at my TV, and I'm supposed to start the DVD, and there's dust on top (laughs) of dust bunnies on my DVD player, and I'm like, Oh, yes, all eyes are focused over onto the television. (laughs) Yes, yes, maybe your dust bunnies can uh, play with my dust bunnies. Yeah, I've been there, done that. And that's what we're talking about, friendships. It takes time and effort to cultivate them. Tracy Eister, I love you, dear friend. And even though we don't get a chance to be together as much as I would like, I love and cherish the times that we do spend together. I mean, every week getting to be around this table with you is something that I look forward
1: to. Isn't it beautiful how the Lord will do that, that he'll give you sweet times with people. And so on those days when you're thinking, you know what, I just don't know if I want to go out and face the world, but you have something scheduled. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but that's what I do. I make myself schedule something. So on that day when I don't want to get out of the house or I'm feeling sorry for myself or whatever, there it is on the schedule. Oh, Luann, I'm supposed to be around the table with Luann today. And when the enemy starts whispering or making me think of some reason why I don't want to, no, because I've always had such a wonderful time with Luann and I want to be with Luann and I want to be around the table. And I just think that's sometimes uh, Nike said it best. Just do it. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. There are
0: days when I truly want to move to the mountains mm. and get a cabin and never see another human being. Especially when I feel like I've disappointed someone. Mm. I feel like, okay, I just should go away to the mountains and live out my life there. But then I remember something that Carolyn Chapman said to me. This is Dr. Gary Chapman, who wrote The Five Love Languages. Great His wife. Oh yeah His wife has been A supporter of Encouragement Cafe From day one And she told me One time She said Luann At my age What I do I have lunch That's what I do Because it forces me To cultivate friendships Mm -hmm. It forces me To get out of the house And get the focus Off of me And look at the needs Of other people And Tracy I think We are Called to do that God expects us To look outside of ourselves And say you know what I need to focus on Someone else today And I need to see what's going on In their world
1: and ask how they're doing That is so true And I think One of the things we all Need to get past is Fear of taking that first step Mm. I had had in my heart and in my mind for several years that I wanted to start a book club. And I had tried sort of a couple of times what I would say is relatively half-heartedly because I just, you know, it was just, I guess I didn't believe that it could really happen. And how bizarre is that? Something as simple as a book club. But when (laughs) we made our last move and we moved to Little Rock... I just kept thinking about it and praying about it, and God just wouldn't let it leave my mind. So I finally was obedient, Luann. Isn't it great when that happens? I love, (laughs) I love to watch what God does when we are obedient. Yes, prayed about it. He laid a few women on my heart that I really didn't know that well, but knew specifically who I wanted to invite, tentatively with knees shaking just a smidge. Sent out little invitations. Don't you know, every one of them came. And don't you know, every one of them had been longing Mm. for deeper friendships. And that was five years ago. Wow. And we've had um, one of the dear ladies that started with us moved to Africa to be a missionary. And then we've had other ladies that moved into the community that we've invited because we knew they didn't know anybody. Mm-hmm. And seeing how God has enriched relationships with each other, seeing how God has enriched our relationships with Father God because mm-hmm. we pray together and we share life together, and seeing the books that I have read that I never would have even thought to read mm. because they weren't on my radar screen, but someone else chose that book because we each choose a different book each month. Mm-hmm. And it's just amazing to know that you know fear, doubt, and unbelief can sometimes prevent us from this great relationship that God wants us to have with other women that will um, fill us up in ways and point us directly to him. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful thing when we just are obedient. Absolutely. And,
0: and maybe you're sitting here and you're saying, yeah, but I don't like to read. Well, that, uh, that's missing the point. The point is something that you love to do, is something that someone else loves to do mm. and maybe there's a connection point there and the, the key tracy is just to pray about what god has in store for you and then to give you the courage to step out and actually
1: do it amen sister it, <laughs> a phone call is a very easy thing and I remember probably after we'd been married maybe five years, I remember asking my husband one night, how come women can only get together when they're invited to an function that requires a checkbook and a display of stuff to purchase? <laughs> because isn't that true? I'm like, nobody ever invites you over to their house just to be, uh-huh. you know, to have a cup of tea, to make a meal together. It's all... Based on, you know, an invite to a party where you're purchasing something And I think it's time we all just turn the table, flip it upside down And just invite people over just to get to know each other What do you think? Just, I love that Just
0: do it for the sake of conversation We're talking today about friendships And how it's up to us to cultivate and encourage them So Tracy, today... I want to give women some concrete ideas of how to do what we're talking about because, you know, some women are shy and the thought of being in the mix of a whole bunch of people just scares them to death, makes them nervous. I want to give some real life examples of things that we can do uh, and they, they aren't that earth shattering. I'm going to give one that I started doing years ago. When we started going to our church, it it was growing. It still is growing. And so the numbers were just getting bigger and bigger. And sometimes when uh, I looked around, I thought, wow, I don't know some of these people. And I thought, boy, I remember what it felt like to be brand new here and how lost I, I kind of felt the first couple of months. And so my husband and I decided that we would make it a point to look around the room every Sunday and see who we didn't know. And I had a roast that I put in the oven before we left for church and had potatoes and carrots and the whole stuff in the oven every Sunday. And so when we would look around, we would see somebody and we would kind of make a point to go over and say, hi, I'm, I'm Luann. And I'm Dwight, and I don't think we've had a chance to meet you. And so many times they would say, oh, this is our first Sunday. Or, oh, we've been coming a couple of weeks, but we're pretty new. And then I would say, well, would you like to come over for lunch? Because I've got roast and potatoes and carrots in the, in the oven. If you'd like to come over, we'd love to get to know you. And Tracy, today I can look around our church and see so many that came to our house for lunch. And that started the beginning of so many
1: wonderful friendships. Luann, that is just one more reason to love (laughs) Luann. That is just a beautiful, I mean, I know it's out of obedience. I know that the Lord put that on your heart. But that you know, you, you go to the trouble that you saw a need and that you've met it. And as someone who's moved seven times and has been the girl that's the new girl in the church with her husband and family, that is just an absolute beautiful thing. And what a wonderful, practical advice for you to share with us. Thank you. That's awesome. Oh,
0: well, you know, it wasn't, I didn't come up with it. Someone had done that for me at one point. And so I just said, you know that's something that I could do I could invite someone over And so it just became It became something we looked forward to Something that almost became a habit <laughs> And then uh, Tracy another, another opportunity Is to look around and see uh, Either single moms Or moms with several little toddlers And I've offered And did this at the church a few times Where I said Can I just reserve the church Jim For like a few hours On Saturday afternoon And then I put it out there And said hey if you want to bring your kids Drop them off my daughters and I Will watch your kids And you go have a girlfriend shopping time And I'm going to be here And we're going to play games and we're going to feed them some snacks And just go And I met moms and I met kids And some of those kids now are in college And they were toddlers at the time And it's just so cool to go You know You've got to be the one to be willing to make the first move and find the need. You know, everybody needs to know that somebody cares about them. So those moms, I can't tell you, Tracy, how many of them, how many of them have written me years later and said, Mm -hmm. you'll never know what that meant to me that you cared enough about my kids and about giving me a break from
1: from mommy life, you know? I think we can never underestimate, especially for single moms, when you feel so alone and Mm. we can never underestimate how much Father God really does want us to reach out and minister and be a part of their lives. I have a dear friend who is a single mom and and I get what you're saying cuz I know mm. how much it means to her when she receives the unexpected from people. And yeah. I think if there's anything that I could probably, you know, just wish that people could understand based on what you've just shared is who else but followers of Christ would would know and would notice and would take the time and my goodness what that must have taught your children my goodness mm. what that taught them when they knew all the things your family could have been doing on that afternoon but you were at a gym and you were loving on other people's kids and how God must have used that in their lives and and then you know the kids that you were playing with and spending time with and I get that. We, we had a church that I attended in West Virginia, and we had something very similar to that. And you could see a visible difference in the countenance of these moms and these parents when they would bring their children in and then when they would come back to get them. Tracy, I know that there are some
0: absolute things that we can do To make a difference And you know We've talked about Going into your neighborhood Going into your church And we've talked about Book clubs And maybe some Bible studies But sometimes It's just a one-on-one Sometimes friendships start Just one-on-one And how can the gals Around this table Find ways to recognize When God is saying That one Right there I need you to be
1: in tune
0: with what I need you to do with that one right there.
1: Specifically recognizing how God has made you, because just sharing, Luann, when you said one-on-one, I recently, there's a a close friend of mine who mentioned to me that she is a one-on-one girl. Mm
0: -hmm. She
1: really enjoys spending one-on-one time with people. And First of all, I think we each need to give ourselves permission to be who it is God made us to be. Amen. Maybe you are the girl that likes to be around the table, much like we are, all of us here enjoying and and sharing and learning. But maybe you're the girl that is the one-on-one girl. So first of all, embrace who God has made you to be as as it relates to friendship, and then just make that step to make that phone call. What I would like to maybe focus on just briefly is mentoring. That, Mm. you know, Titus 2 calls us to be mentors to those younger than us. And I know I've struggled thinking, am I there yet? Am I the mentor? Am I the older woman? But, you know, we're all older (laughs) than somebody. We've all experienced something somebody else hasn't. Mm -hmm. So I think the challenge is just for us to be very intentional about Who is it that is younger than us or their children are younger than ours? And making that phone call and taking the time and making it easy for the other person, it's probably not real practical to ask a mom of three little ones to meet you at a coffee shop because she's just going to be bummed out that she can't. Mm -hmm. So maybe it makes sense to say, hey, let's take your kids out on a play date and go to the playground. Mm -hmm. And you meet at the playground, but you give her a treat by saying, I'm going to pack us a lunch. What do your kids absolutely refuse to eat? And I won't get that, but tell me what they like. And, you know, cut her the break that way. It's that that putting yourself in the other person's shoes. So first of all, Mm -hmm. be who you are, how God made you to love others well. And then put yourself in the shoes of that person that you feel that you're going to invite. And I think lower your expectations maybe, because sometimes we think, wow, you know, it has to be epic, and, and we really have to connect, and we have to start this great friendship. You know, God doesn't call us to do that with everyone. Mm-mm. It It may just be someone that you just need, you know, to make that connection with and let God decide what the next steps are, because more than once, I have spent time with other women, and as I talk with them, and as I get to know them, and as I learn who they are, or meet their children, and I know exactly who God wants to connect them with that I already know. And Mm -hmm. sometimes I'm just called to be the connector. I'm just called to be the one that gets to know who they are and then says, oh, my goodness, your boys would absolutely love going over to Becky's house. Let me connect you two. And then to sit back and watch that happen and three years later see this precious, dear relationship and you know she never would have found Becky if I hadn't Mm -hmm. gone to the playground Mm -hmm. with her and her kids. Absolutely. I I have a
0: nickname uh, of being the conduit, you know, (laughs) uh, because there are so many times that I know I'm in a situation exactly like you're saying. Mm. I'm just supposed to connect this one to this one, but I really have no role to play other than that. And that's okay too. I mean, we need to recognize that sometimes we're just brought into somebody's life for a season. You know, we we aren't always going to be best buddies with someone forever and ever. Amen. Maybe, you know, in heaven we know we will be. But we need to recognize when God is using us to connect to others. But then we need to know when to move on and to allow God to give us a new season and to say, OK, Lord, I'm ready for the next
1: phase. Right. And doesn't that take the pressure off? I think... Maybe so many times we don't make that phone call or we don't spend more time with someone or whatever because we're thinking that is more of a commitment than I can handle. So I hope we can just let some pressure off and recognize if whether I'm supposed to be a lifelong friend or a conduit, you know, God gave manna from heaven each morning He gave what that person needed And He is giving that morning What that person needs through you It may not be a long-term commitment So be freed up and make that phone call We have an obligation To be obedient
0: to Christ And to listen to His nudging When He tells us to meet someone When He tells us to step out of our comfort zone And be a friend But we are not Their savior And we are not The one that is going to uh, Possibly be their best friend For life But we need to recognize That God is going to use us Exactly where he has placed us But we have to be willing To do that So girls Cultivate some friendships This week Use this As a wake up call To say What can I do Lord In my life right now And may the God of hope Give you the courage To encourage others We'll see you back here next week Thanks for joining us today At Encouragement Cafe with Luann and friends Where women gather, friends laugh And hearts mend Let's continue our conversation Hop online when you get a chance to sit down and breathe At EncouragementCafe.com Remember This is God's ministry So we ask for your prayers As we reach out to women In Jesus name We'll see you back here next week where we fill you up one cup
1: at a time.